All right, this is Jared and Dago with Metal Speak. We're here with Nick and Jacob from Molotov Solution. How you guys doing? Pretty good, good man. Good. So you're out on tour with Chimera, Skeleton Witch, and Unearth. Yeah. How's the tour going so far? It's been a lot of fun. It's been a, oh, yeah, you can hear that's how it's going right there. Yeah. It's, going. <laughs> it's been a different tour than what we're used to. This year we've basically done a lot of headlining tours, so being an opening band is, is a nice change of pace for us. Yeah, we usually play uh, early. Yeah, we play early. We get to sound check every night. We pack up early. We can get to watch everybody else and hang out, you know. Yeah. And then we can just leave at the end. We don't have to stay extra like a couple hours, you know, tearing down. Yeah, all that stuff. That's cool. What's been the best stop so far? It would have to be a tie, I think, between Jersey and Oklahoma City. Jersey and Oklahoma City. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe Austin too. Austin, Austin was awesome. Is this a good crowd or just good? Yeah, well, there's a brand new venue in Austin called Emos East, and it's like the third Emos that they built in Austin, I think. And it's just, it's brand new. It's huge. It sounds great. It's just a good, it's a good, great venue. Nice. Do you guys ever play at the Back Room in Austin? No, I don't think for three years maybe, but no, it was a really, really good venue. Sorry. I can't even recall playing. I know we played Austin before, but I can't recall even where I think we had a date in Austin, and we had band trouble, and we couldn't make it, so we had to drive to Plano, actually, the next day. I think it was. We played Eisenberg's in Plano. I believe it's in Plano. It's an awesome venue, too. It's a skate park. So you guys have a new album out? Yep, Insurrection. came out October 25th from Blackheart Group. It's, I think it's... I'm, I'm digging playing. We're playing a lot of new songs off that record tonight. We're playing uh, five new ones and two old ones, so I'm really excited about this tour with that too. Just being able to play more metal stuff to more metal crowd, you know. Yeah. Playing to a lot of new people this tour. It's been getting a lot of good reviews too. Yeah. We got we got one bad review and it was from Decibel. <laughs> uh, they basically just piss all over us. Yeah. Over our record. Oh, like they did with our last record, The Harbinger too. They just kind of shit on us. So fuck Decibel. <laughs> fuck you, Decibel. <laughs> Actually, I reviewed it myself. I don't know if, if any of those guys uh, sent along with it. We do a, like an audio review or whatever. So uh, it was actually my second audio review. I gave it. A, I gave it a really high rating. I actually really loved it. Um, you know, I think uh, you know deathcore, if you can call it that, kind of. You know, I don't. Know. God damn it! Hell just yeah. turn your cell phone off. <laughs> um, it seems like that can be kind of a pejorative term, but uh, I mean, you guys put out something really solid I mean what what do you what about that you think kind of sets you guys apart from some of these other acts out there I don't know we have a me and uh, Robbie and Richie pretty much locked ourselves in a in a garage our manager's garage in LA for like two months straight and we, uh, we would play in a practice space all day during the day and then record what we played at night and uh, it was just it was a new experience because we got to like pretty much recorded our entire album before it was actually recorded so we could put it on paper and actually chop it up and arrange it like you know some of the songs we wrote were complete shadows of what they actually turned out to be on the record after we mixed with them and and uh, Will Putney helped us produce it so oh, cool. yeah we love Will yeah. Will is one of my favorite dudes in the world he's awesome yeah, yeah. we'll talk to him and, him and Pat and all those guys when they were out here with Fit with uh, Bassinate last year so yeah, we just did a tour with them too this year with uh, them and the Devastated. Yeah, it's a good tour. Yeah, the good guys, the good guys. Yeah, and Will's just an amazing producer, man. He has his own sound and stuff. We did a lot of stuff that we don't usually do on the record, with like getting tones for drums and uh, uh, 
mixing guitar heads together to make like the tone that we used was just really nasty and it was really clear at the same time it was just yeah. chunky it was it was it was, every, it was everything you want in a metal album yeah because yeah. we have like a lot of different sounds in the album as far as like I guess deathcore the genre goes which we hate that term it sucks but because <laughs> we're not a death metal band and we're not a hardcore band so it's just, just a it's heavy just metal really, band really you know? stupid yeah. but yeah, if you could call Pantera deathcore, I guess you could call us deathcore. You know, all, you know like whatever. Hardcore influenced metal, if that's even a term. Just yeah. metal. Yeah. yeah, just metal. Only fucking stupid genres. Anyway, we have a lot of different sounds as far as like other bands that we can relate to. They have basically one sound, almost one monotonous sound where you can. It's hard for you to tell songs apart. Yeah. And basically, we just wrote what we liked, and it definitely came out like with different feels and different songs throughout the entire record. And, I, I'm really happy the way it came out. It's just like there's heavy, there's fast, there's soft, there's fun. It just that was a, that was the thing that really stuck out for me. I, yeah. I remarked on that in my review. You know, you have the you know the kind of the really kind of slower songs, and then you have the more kind of that more at the gates up tempo yep. riffing mm-hmm. going on, and then yeah, so a lot of a lot of different influences. How did the uh, songwriting process change between this one and the Harbinger? What was the well the, the Harbinger? It was kind of a similar thing. It was like we. We wrote that album in Vegas in kind of like a two-month time span, and we were practicing, and our guitar players, um, it's like a bonus room or whatever it was upstairs, and it was kind of hard to write, and we were kind of limited on like time that we had and stuff, but this time, like he said, they got to go down and basically lock themselves away for a couple months and do a lot of writing that way, and having the actual ability to record everything that we did beforehand kind of get a general idea of what stuff was going to sound like recorded. We did uh, like four songs with vocals pre-production before we actually went to the studio too. So for me, even being able to do that, just mess around with different styles and different sounds, different patterns, different, different everything, it just made it, I don't know. We just, the word is prepared. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to say we felt a lot more, we had a lot less work to do pretty much in yeah, the studio because everything was already we just had to redo what we've already done you know we were in the studio for a month and I feel like we definitely could have done what we did in the month in like two weeks had we really, yeah. Yeah. really needed to work as hard as we did but we just took it really slow we had a lot of off it. time in the yeah. studio man we did, took it really slow just made sure everything was super perfect and yeah, it was album came out great yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed it when you got into the um, when you went into the garage, did you already have like some riffs with you guys, or did you start nope. with nothing? Uh, you came up with everything. Yeah, the, when we, well, no, when we no, changed no, there was the two. New... Richie had I think two songs, partial like riffs. Oh, he was. Stuff, he, and... I think he was talking about like from when we were uh, with Robbie, like it, with Robbie, you know, because we we like me and Richie came in the band in August of last year, and we had been in a couple other bands before, and what we wanted to do was try and start as the new group up meeting of writers meeting me Robbie and Richie and like use no old material what we what we would use though is like revamped songs from Richie's past like say they had two or three riffs that were really good we, I, I remember this one riff I can't remember what song it's in but we tried to put oh, Richie it Richie had two songs of his own that he had written yeah. is what I'm saying and Robbie had a little bit of like smaller like Riffs or different things, and yeah, they brought those into the studio with them. But basically, else were just kind of basically came. starting from scratch. I think yeah. the one song that Richie really used like a lot from was was that Insurrection or was that yeah. Rise? It was Insurrection. It was Insurrection. The song Insurrection was Richie had a, like a, a 
pretty strong core of that song already written. We just had to arrange it and change keys and notes and stuff to, to be what we wanted. Make it fit for the sound. Cool, cool. So let's talk, I'm maybe stepping on a landmine here, but <laughs> lyrical content. You guys, you know, I know that it seems like it's kind of a kind of standard issue for bands to kind of take on, you know, corrupt governmental institutions, religion, authority, authority. society's flaws. But, but you guys seem particularly vicious and just pissed off and just, I mean, where does that come from? I mean, yeah, it's, it's particularly <laughs> important, uh, particularly important because it's like some of these people are mad at authority, like it's like they're mad at their parents when they're teenagers. It's just like a teen angst and they're just, just wanting to find someone to be angry at and they don't really have a really general direction or any real message of what they're saying. They're basically just saying, fuck the government, the government's wrong, but they're not saying why or they're not saying how. We kind of just feel like that's obviously one of the most important parts of society. It, I mean, it is. And if there's a problem there, then everybody should see that problem equally and we should work together to try to fix it. Well, we try to point things out. This record was more about emotions and feelings derived from said problems and um, the Harbinger was more kind of pointing out the issues. And then this one is a little more current. It's got a little more like, more relevant situations and different things. But yeah, it's just like, not being a teenager and not being mad at your parents, but actually being an adult and being, I'm still being informative pissed off. <laughs> and angry, yeah. If you're not outraged, you're not paying attention. Yeah, and we, he wanted to write something that was more thought-provoking than just giving people information, you know? It's it's because, like, we could tell people to believe something, and it'll just be as bad as anybody else telling you to believe something else, you know? But if you just say, hey, check out this issue, or what do you think? I want you to research this and, and make a decision, make your stance, you know? If it's if it's not the same way I feel, I respect your decision, but at least you came to that conclusion yourself, and nobody told you how sure. to think, you know? And the difference between, like, the Harbinger to this record is, like, obviously, Lyrically and vocally, um, I stepped up my game clarity-wise. You can understand what I'm saying a lot more, and I think that portrays like more of the emotion and where I'm trying to get with people rather than just spitting a bunch of facts at them, trying to like provoke emotion, wanting people to say what what is he so angry about or what is and actually read into it and figure it out for themselves. Yeah, and that was I thought that was a strength of both the Harbinger and this one with the vocal hooks, mm -hmm. you know, and, you, and, and the intelligibility which you could really hear what was being said, and, you know, almost anthemic, you know, some of the stuff that was coming through. So, yeah, I really like I really dug the lyrics. I really dug, you know, I was just kind of stuck to my brain, you know, stuck in my brain, and I find myself walking along and I'd be, you know, remembering the words. Have the chorus running through my head, and I'm just like, all right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I think that's definitely. The strength of the album yeah. is that you know it's vocal hooks and that lyrical intelligibility. So yeah, it's a little more like well yelly in this record. There's a lot of a lot of parts where it's less growly and more like yelly, which is like I guess more on the hardcore side. But it wasn't really focused that way. It was more focused on just clarity, yeah. being able to understand what I'm saying rather than just being like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I can definitely tell. <laughs> so yeah, I would say we spent most time on vocals in the studio. Vocals. Took a lot of production. Time, Will Will basically um, Will Putney at the Machine Shop. He basically um, he writes a lot of the lyrics and like vocal.
content for his band. And as soon as we got into the studio, he was like, I need pre-production for all of the songs, not just for them. So I laid out vocal tracks and pre-production stuff for all the songs. It was mostly like talked out, patterned out. But when we actually got in the studio, it was like him and I were sitting next to each other when these guys were doing other stuff. He was sitting down with me in a separate room and we were just like working on things. And if he didn't like the way something was, he would be like, change it, it's gotta be better. I would go back, you know, make notes, go back, change what I had, come back to him the next day. If we had stuff that we liked, we'd fix it. There was still stuff that needed work. Put off to the next day, just working, 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 constantly perfecting things, perfecting, perfecting. That's why time in the studio took so long. <laughs> it paid off. <laughs> so, thank you, thank you. Um, we're getting to the end of the year. Um, any thoughts on kind of best albums you guys have heard over the year, or maybe like best show, either, either ones you played or, or been to? Best, best albums that we've like listened to this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. The new Trapped in the Rice record is like yep. one of my favorite records. Oh, man. And uh, I'm not sure if Stick to Your Guns released on the album this year or if it was last year, but we've been listening to that one too a lot. And uh, man, what was I thinking right now? Obviously, I have to mention Born of Osiris. They really stepped their game up from their second record to their third. Just blew me away, man. It was awesome. Is so, um, that so what you guys do on the road between shows? Just listen to music or whatever? Yeah, I don't really listen to that much new music, though. It's like, it's becoming really oversaturated to me, so I kind of stick with older stuff that I know, you know? Yeah. Like, like from, like, out, I don't know, like, old, older behemoth or, like, Demon Borgir or some thrashy stuff, you know, that I know won't let me down yeah. if I try and go, like, into like, do something, you know? Yeah. But we don't always just listen to metal. Like, I, I'm f- obsessed with John Mayer. I'll listen, oh, really? I'll listen to John Mayer's entire discography and sing it in the front seat while I'm driving. Oh, like, nice. <laughs> like, yeah. We don't always listen to metal, but it's like, it's when it, when it comes new. to listening to music on the road, it's easier to listen to, like, stuff that you know, especially if you're driving. We don't always, because we just, we play music all day, and we listen to music all day when the shows are playing, so most of the time, it's the least thing we want to do is have some earbuds in listening right. to music. We listen to it when we drive, but, um, yeah, even then, like, it gets pretty monotonous. We had our two big iPods stolen from us on this tour. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got broken into in Montreal. Oh, right. right they took our two iPods and our GPS. We still oh, don't have a GPS. And our laptop, too. And our, our laptop. But, so our, our diversity kind of went out the window. I mean, some of us have iPhones, so we have, like, a, you know, a few albums on there, but it gets super monotonous really fast, yeah. and it gets, it gets kind of lame, but... The new Thrice record is really good. I forgot the major minor, minor. Yeah. major minor, major minor. Yeah, that's really good. We're looking forward to these next few shows. West Coast is like our home, so yeah, I can't wait to get back to California. Yeah, yeah. It's Pomona, nineteen degrees Reno. here. Yeah. These are like our home shows. I'm excited. Um, if you guys weren't doing metals or like another kind of music, you think you'd be playing? Actually, I was hoping you would ask this because. <laughs> Uh, the drummer of Chimera, Austin, and their drum tech, Jerry, and me, are going are gonna, to are gonna, are gonna try and do some, like, electronic shit, but mixed with, like, three different live drummers, so, I don't know, we're going to see how it works out, so it's yeah. going to be kind of like dubstep, kind of like house electronic stuff, I don't know, we'll see. It's called Heart Attack, Heart Attack 2012. Yeah, I would definitely be playing in, like, a, like either, like, a thrash metal band at home, or, like, a, like a hardcore band, one or the other, whichever one worked out, yeah. Cool. <laughs>
Well, keep us posted on the. Oh <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of like multiple drummers on. Well, I guess I've heard of multiple drummers on stage, but I don't know about three. That's yeah, with electronic music in the background, so it's yeah. gonna be it's sounds, gonna be heavy. sounds interesting. <laughs> and then uh, my twin brother uh, does his own like uh, indie stuff. So I I play that before. I play post hardcore. It's like everything that's not metal is really fun. Metal's really intense, and I like it because it's it's our playing ability is at its highest level. But playing other stuff is definitely just as fun. Change of pace. Yeah, yeah change yeah. of pace is awesome. Yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Um, I think we might be good. Are you done? Yeah. Anything else? We're good to go. Right cool. Thanks, Thanks guys. guys. Yeah, so much. appreciate it. Look Thank forward you guys. to the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Enjoy the show. Let us know what you think of this stuff. Woo!